Well, as we, uh, as we read our first lesson today here, we find that Christmas time is coming. The baby is almost due. Mary and Joseph must travel to Bethlehem. About that time, Emperor Augustus gave orders for the names of all the people to be listed in record books. These first records were made while Quirinius was governor of Syria. Everyone had to go to their own hometown to be listed. So Joseph had to leave Nazareth and Galilee and go to Bethlehem in Judea. Long ago, Bethlehem had been King David's hometown. Joseph went there because he was from David's family. Mary was engaged to Joseph and traveled with him to Bethlehem. She was soon going to have a baby. Well, today's candy is peanut brittle. And peanut brittle may not be the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of a Christmas candy, um, but it usually does make its appearance in the stores at this time of year. The reason I chose it is because in our household, it is the one candy we make every Advent. And I say we, um, what I mean is Tammy <laughs> makes it. When we first got married, we lived in North Carolina. And that first Christmas, Tammy picked up a bag of raw peanuts. And, and I can't remember if it was uh, from one of the local peanut stores. Yes, they had them there. Or if it was from a church fundraiser, because that was kind of a North Carolina thing too. For churches to sell bags of peanuts uh, at Christmas time. But whatever the reason was, Tammy bought a bag and she made peanut brittle to take back home with us to Minnesota for Christmas. And she's been making it every set, ever since. And, and we even have the original burlap peanut bag that we have because it reminds us of a time and a place that was very special to us, our first Christmas together and the longing that we had to be home with our families. And it was during that time also that I first heard the song Christmas Time's A-Comin' that we just sang. And, and I don't know if it was the Emmylou Harris version or if it was the Dolly Parton version or the original bluegrass version of Bill Monroe, but that song spoke to me. It spoke to me so much that I went out and bought an eight-track tape of it. <laughs> and kids, ask your grandparents what an eight-track was. <laughs> that song spoke to me of looking forward to going at home at Christmas like I longed to do. Because home and Christmas go together like left son Ludafisk. <laughs> now, of course, that song isn't the only one to sing about home at Christmas, is it? I mean, you know many others. In, in 1943, Bing Crosby recorded a song for all the homesick soldiers of World War II. I'll be home for Christmas. In the 50s, Perry Como brought us There's No Place Like Home for the Holidays. In the 60s, it was blues singer Charles Brown and Please Come Home for Christmas. Later, that was covered by everyone from the Eagles to Bon Jovi to Darius Rucker. Home and Christmas just go together. 
And if uh, Hallmark Christmas movies are your thing, well, what would they be like without home and Christmas? All you have to do is look at this year's lineup of uh, the movies they're coming out with. Christmas with a Kiss. Morgan returns home to help her family's Christmas carnival and romance ignites. Our Christmas Mural. Olivia is a single mom who returns home for Christmas. Her mom secretly enters her into a mural contest. Never been Christ. Home for the holidays, BFFs, Naomi and Liz, reconnect with high school crush, Chris Silver. Christmas in Notting Hill. Famous soccer star Graham Savoy has always been too busy for love, but when he comes home to Notting Hill for Christmas, he changes his mind. Now, of course, all of these are romances. It's Hallmark after all. But the other thing that they share in common is a very special place, home. And a very special time, Christmas. Home and Christmas go together. And they did for Jesus, too. But that story is not as, as simple as it first appears. Now, we think of home as where you're from, right? My hometown is Egan. I grew up there. Yours might be Hastings or Minneapolis or Montreal. But home is where you're from. So where is Jesus from? Well, there are really three, no, four, four answers to that question, each fulfilling Old Testament prophecy like we talked about last week. And the first answer that comes to mind is Bethlehem, right? That's where Jesus was born. Mary and Joseph had to go there because the Roman government made everyone go back to their ancestral hometown to be counted in the census. In the eyes of the Romans, Jesus was born in Bethlehem because his parents were law-abiding citizens who went home as they were told to for the census. But you know, in reality, God had it planned long before the Romans. God had it planned out centuries before. Jesus was born in Bethlehem because that was King David's hometown and God promised that the Messiah would come from David's family. Last week we heard about the Messiah in Isaiah's prophecy in chapter 9. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. We ended there, but it continues. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. The child born to us, the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace, sits on David's throne forever. So of course he would be born in David's hometown of Bethlehem. But as Isaiah isn't the only prophet to talk about the Messiah coming from Bethlehem. When the Magi come looking for Jesus after they see the star, 
They go to Jerusalem, but the chief priests and the Bible scholars, they point them instead to Bethlehem. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem, and they asked, where is the one who's been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. So that settles it. Jesus is from Bethlehem. Home for Jesus is Bethlehem. Ah, but wait a minute. The Bible says just as soon as those wise men left Bethlehem, the evil king Herod planned to kill all of the kids in Bethlehem, two years and younger, just to make sure that he eliminated Jesus. And so his parents get out of Dodge and they head to Egypt. Starts in verse 13 there. When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So Joseph got up, took the child and his mother during the night and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet. Out of Egypt I have called my son. That prophecy comes from Hosea 11.1. 1. So Jesus is born in his parents' hometown in Bethlehem to fulfill the prophecy from Micah. But then he spends the first years of his life in Egypt to fulfill the prophecy of Hosea. And then finally his family returns to what would become his new hometown, Nazareth. Verse 19. After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. He said, get up, take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel, for those who are trying to take the child's life are dead. So he got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that, that Archelaus was reigning in Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee, and he went and lived in a town called Nazareth. So it was fulfilled what was said through the prophets that he would be called a Nazarene. So more prophecy is fulfilled. And actually, it's Nazareth, not Bethlehem, that people identify Jesus with as he grows up. Nobody calls him Jesus of Bethlehem just because he was born there. It's like me. I was born in Minneapolis, but I was raised in Egan, so I say I'm from Egan. My mom's still there. That's where we brought the peanut brittle that first year. Jesus was raised in Nazareth. And so he's called Jesus of Nazareth. In fact, he's so connected with Nazareth that Nathaniel almost rejects him. Because it seems that Nazareth had kind of a bad reputation 
a reputation for being a dump, a place that respectable people didn't come from. Kings come from Bethlehem. Messiahs come from Bethlehem. Losers come from Nazareth. Nobody's come from Nazareth. Listen to what Nathaniel says when he hears that Jesus is from Nazareth. It's in John chapter 1. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. That's their hometown. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom all the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. And good for him that he did go and see, or he would have missed out. Jesus wasn't ashamed to be associated with his hometown. In fact, he even called himself Jesus of Nazareth. When Paul was blinded by the light on the road to Damascus, and he hears the voice of Jesus, Paul says to him, Who are you, Lord? And Jesus replies, I'm Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are persecuting. Jesus is from Nazareth. So the story of Jesus is the story of many hometowns. Bethlehem, where he was born. An unnamed town in Egypt where he spent his early years. And Nazareth, where he grew up. All fulfilling prophecy. So what is your hometown? Or rather, what do you call home? Where do you long for at Christmas? Where is that place that you seek to go? Is it your hometown where you were born? Is it the place you grew up in as a child? Is it a place you lived as an adult? Christmas times are coming. What home do you long for? Where do you bring your peanut brittle? Well, this message might be a nudge from God for you to go there this Christmas. <coughs> for you to go home. And I know it's not always easy. And in all the, those Hallmark movies, it seems like the characters are reluctant to go home. There's often some hurt from the past, some unfinished business, someone who they, with whom they need to reconcile. And that may be your case too. But Christmas times are coming and there's no better time to conquer your fear and your hurt and to go home. Bring a tin of peanut brittle if you need a peace offering or just bring it along to share with someone to, to, that you love and talk about old memories of special times and places. Is there a place that you need to go this Christmas? Maybe it is your ancestral home like Mary and Joseph. But it could be a different home. Maybe God's calling you to visit a friend in their home or in the nursing home. Someone for whom a visit from you is the best gift that they could wish for this Christmas. Or it doesn't even have to be an old friend. What about new friends? The Res Youth visited the nursing home here this, uh, this past week. They had made uh, homemade Christmas cards, and they brought them to the residents. They went door to door, 
and they passed them out, wishing people Merry Christmas and giving them a Christmas card. And one young woman came back uh, uh, on Wednesday all excited to tell me about it. It was great, she said. They had such big smiles and were so happy to see us. Maybe God wants to bless you this Christmas with a trip to the nursing home. Or perhaps God simply wants you to make home wherever you're at this year. On Thursday, the the Hallmark premiere movie was Heaven Down Here. And the four characters in that movie can't be home for Christmas because they are stranded by a snowstorm in a diner. Imani, a a widowed mother of, of several children, is struggling to make ends meet. She's there working in the diner because she can't afford to take it off. To make matters worse, her grumpy boss, Dan, is there too. And he's the kind of guy who brings out the worst in Imani, but Dan has his own problems. And then there's Pastor Felix. Felix was there desperately trying to secure some food for hungry parishioners. But he's struggling with his faith because he and his son are alienated. And here it is, Christmas. And finally, there's the hospice nurse, Claire, whose daughter is moving away and she's feeling the pain of an empty nest. And the show's summary says this, Throughout the evening, these four bicker and bond and unwittingly provide each other with the answer to their respective prayers. But I would put it this way. Throughout the evening, these four create home for each other on Christmas Eve. If you can't get home for Christmas this year, how might you create home right where you are for yourself and others? You know, you can call more than one place home, just like Jesus. Where was he from? Bethlehem and Egypt and Nazareth. That's three. But remember I said that there are four answers to that question. And the fourth answer is the most important one of all. Jesus is from God. Jesus is from heaven. Listen to his words in John chapter 6. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of all those he, he has given me, but raise them up at the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life. And I will raise them up at the last day. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Jesus is from his heavenly Father. And you know, that's our home too. Our home too, because he has made a place for us in heaven with him. In his Father's house, he has made a home for us. He promised in John 14, there's more than enough room in my Father's home. 
If it were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with, with me where I am. So you will always be home. No matter what place you spend this Christmas, whether it be the hometown you grew up in or a nursing home or the home of a friend or, or even if you're stranded in a diner, know that your real home is waiting and you don't even have to bring peanut brittle because Jesus has already taken care of everything for you. But speaking of peanut brittle, there is some in, on the counter in the lobby and you're welcome to to help yourself after the service here. Um, I'm sorry, it's not Tammy's homemade peanut brittle. But, but Dan has tested it out, and he has uh, said that it's pretty good. So have a piece, and remember that wherever you are this Christmas, that you have a home, a home with the Lord. And someday we will all be home, celebrating Celebrating together with our Lord. Christmas times are coming, and I know I'm going home with Jesus. Let's pray. Oh Lord, this Christmas, may we remember the whole reason you came that you came to save us to call us to yourself and to bring us home. So Lord, give us confidence that you've done everything that's needed so we can live with you forever. Lord, your scripture says that this world is not our home, that our home is with you. So help us to remember that wherever we are, whether we're back where we grew up, whether we're making home in a diner or some other place, even if we're struggling without a home, Lord, may we know, may we know that home that you've prepared for us. May we have peace. In your name we pray. Amen.